Whatever you feel, man, you know, keep it real as possible. All right. Yo, welcome. It's your boy Hometown with Beast and Chill. And I got another guest today. The homie, big fan, big cuzzo, Frank, Frank Solomon, a.k.a. Mr. Fundamentals. Frank Solomon. Frankie Solomon. Frankie Solomon, <laughs> J.R. Jr. <laughs> Frank G. Now, how many nicknames you came up with before? Hey, that's crazy. Come to think about it. It's been, it's been. You took one of mine's, bitch. I did. You did take one of mine. You're not going to bring that up. You're not going to bring it up. You're not going to bring it up. You took one of mine's. Like, man, you ever come up with your own nickname and nigga think it's cool, so he take your he take it for himself. He start using that shit. Well, on probably media. nobody never called him that, so like, <laughs> the fuck? What that supposed to mean? You know, like if you come up with a nickname, nobody never call you that. It's like I came up with it. <laughs> it it, it is. <laughs> you know, I feel like at that time it didn't come, it didn't become valid for him. You feel me? But uh, outside of that. Yeah, then uh, you but uh, Quan came up with the nickname Frank G. Nice. You know, I ran with that. Damn. For me being a, Mr., uh, a nice guy. I remember you was playing, uh, when you started, you was playing football and they called you Rook. Yeah, semi-pro, because I made uh, Rick, Ricky MVP, you know. And they was calling you Rook. You was like third season in. This is crazy. <laughs> I was like, damn, they're going to keep calling you Rook. That's, <laughs> that's, all, that's all they knew you about. So, so, so hey, I, I definitely, definitely ran with it, man. Yeah. So, you know, whatever feel, to me, whatever feel good. You know, I just I had to take it and kept running with it. And then I came to, uh, you know, came to boxing and got Mr. Fundamentals by my uh, one of my trainers, um, Coach King. You know, he came up with that, you know. And the th- thing about that name, a lot of people think that it's referred to my style, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. my style and how I box. But it's really behind being fundamentally sound, you know what I'm saying, me making – the right decisions at the right time. Me keeping it a simple-minded strategy within the game, and that's within any game I play. Because I always mm-hmm. stick to the fundamentals of any game: basketball, football, boxing, and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. and I always believe that you know fundamentals gonna outbeat anything. Like you know, some people come with all speed, some people come with all physicality, all strength. But at the end of the day, if you don't have those fundamentals in your game, all that's gonna fold. That's the foundation. Where you get that from? Like, what, what, what do you, what, what made you go with that as like your thing? Because you said this has been through, like I said, not just boxing, but like football and just like any any sport activity you're in. Like, that's kind of like your your mm-hmm. thing. What what kind of influenced that? Did you pick it up from like an athlete that you admired before, or like just something through coaching, or like where did you get that from? Um, it's a good question. I want to say it's it's kind of a bit of. All in one, you know. I, you know, my favorite, my favorite athlete, definitely Barry Sanders, you mm-hmm. know, and him having the vision that he had, the footwork that he had, and the decisions that he made on the field, you know, that uh, overlooked over people, other people, other athletes on the field, that made mm-hmm. him the legend that he is now. Uh, same thing with Kobe, you know, as you say, if you've seen some of the interviews, he said he'll go in the, in the gym and to work on the similar fundamentals in the game over and over and over, okay. you know. At the end of the day, that's, the, that's my belief of a foundation belief, even, even in life. Life is simple. We just make it hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as you get older, as I got older, I learned that a lot about life, you know. So it's, it's come to the point now, like, I hardly stress about anything, no matter what trials or tribulation I go through. 
I hardly stress, so it look like I worry about it, man. It is what it is. You know, mm -hmm. as long as you endure, you're going to get through. If, if, it, if it don't kill you, it's going to make you stronger. Everything is a lesson. So I took that and, and tried to every day critique it and master it. You right. Know? Same thing with my emotions. You know, being a very emotionally intelligent, <coughs> my EI, emotional intelligence, you know, being able to handle and manage my emotions dealing with any situation because you can make a five second decision that could ruin your whole life. You know, True. And what's the equation in that? It's, that's not, there's no balance. So I want to start back. I know since high school you was playing football, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> um, not really, didn't, didn't really have the most traditional like route in the football, but end up getting into college football, right? Going, doing like similar pro to getting into uh, college football. Um, what was, what was that like? Cause that was like a minute, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't like right after high school, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? We all kind of had that gap where it was like, I remember I was playing basketball and then like for some reason it just didn't translate right after the graduation mm -hmm. to play like basketball right and i know that wasn't that was something that didn't happen for you right after with playing football so like what was it that kind of like kept the momentum to like all right fuck it i'm gonna play for because nigga, i don't i don't get i don't have apps <laughs> lost some bitches kind of got them again and never got them back no more <laughs> and somehow you just kept them so like what made you or motivated you to like continue to like you know what fuck it, i'm gonna play football yeah like what was that if I ask that question, you speaking of the apps and stuff, it reminded me that one time I had you go work out with me. <laughs> I had to do so say, now, you like, now you about to bring some, now you about to bring some shit. Now you about to bring some shit. That's what you're doing? That's what you're doing, bitch? I'm going pass out. I'm pass out. I was fucking, hey, listen, listen. I was, about, I was about to die, bitch. First of all, first of all, we, all he said was just run around the track full times. Just run around the track full times. And next thing you know, I started talking about this in April, like, Bro, that's been cool. Let's do it, bro. <laughs> hey. 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 I was dying. Hey. I was dying, bitch. Hey. Bell hey. 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 the crazy part about it, I wouldn't even talk about that. Well, I was talking about the other one when I had you doing the soda stars. And you, and you started shaking, you were like this. Oh, that's. First of all, remember when. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> remember when we was, was on the track and the girl was like, he okay? <laughs> he okay? <laughs> I'm so embarrassed, bitch. I said, bitch, you need to make sure we the only ones out here. Bitch, I call you, bro. Like, oh, oh, my oh, gosh. Bro. God damn. It's too, it's too funny, man. I tried, ladies and gentlemen. I tried to stay in shape. I tried to. All right. <laughs> well, whatever Xavier is in your ass, that's what this thing is. We're like, Frank, I'm not, I'm not doing cartwheels up this hill, bro. Like, I'm not doing that. Bro. Hey, he made it through, though, man. He made it through. He made it through. He just had to be consistent with it, man. He'd have, he'd have seen the progressive changes over time, but that was, that was also funny too. My boy, he was so out of shape that he started taking my life. <laughs> You're asking for that, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, <what> the, <laughs> the answer to question, man. What helped that transition, man? What made me keep on going? Um, whew. For a minute, honestly, for a minute, when I graduated high school and I didn't make that 
transition right after high school to college, I thought about stopping for a minute. Like, you know what I'm saying, giving up the football dream, but yeah. it was such a passion and it was such a, uh, I, I cannot put it, a, 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 a weight on me that I, I, could, I couldn't give it up. So me being I, I, around certain people, I, I met like Tech, uh, a few people that I played football, semi-pro with, I, when I ran into them, nope, I take that back. This is how I started. I was working at a job, Ashley Furniture. And the coach of the first semi-pro team was working there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we was talking about going back on the football, we were talking about football and stuff like that. He was like, hey, you know, you know, you, you want to play football or not? And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I definitely, if I had a chance, I'd definitely go back to it, get jumped back in my back in my passion. He was like, you know, we uh, I coached for, uh, what team was it at the time? I want to say it was the Thunder. Yeah, Thunder. It was the Thunder, but they were, it was a different Thunder back then than, yeah. than the Thunder that's out now. He's like, yeah, I, I coach for the team, come out there and try out and mm-hmm. take a look at this. And that's, and that's how that started. And from that point, <clears throat> the, you know, the passion, that, that fire was, it was never way all, it was never all the way gone, but it was lit back to a full flame, you know, so. Do you feel like you have something to prove, or? Cause I, I, I'm just saying, cause as a as a former athlete, like that area of like when you 18, 19, first time in free, and this is maybe a Tampa thing too, uh-huh. cause the culture here isn't really pushing people at the high school unless you got that f- momentum, like mm-hmm. right your se- junior senior year. <clears throat> if you ain't already in the newspapers like that at the high school, people not really pushing you to work. like go to the next level. It's kind of like. Uh, you already got that around you and your family, or you got to be self-motivated. And chances are you're probably not self-motivated because there's just so much other sh- unserious shit to get into. Right. You, you know you, what I'm you're definitely right. And speaking of family, that was another thing that was back in my mind. My dad, you know, mm-hmm. he always told me, like, you going to give up football? What you going to do with football? And that was, you know, that was a big thing in our family. Yeah. You know, so him having that pressure on my, on my, on my mind, like, and I, I was always, I was always one foot in, one foot out at that time yeah. until I had the opportunity to put both of my feet in, you know. And then speaking on that, um, especially down here in Tampa and Florida, period. <clears throat> when I actually went to college in California, that's when I found out about JUCOs, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I knew about, you know, um, it was a couple of cats from, from Tech that we knew that went out to California and played JUCO and came back, you know. And we didn't really, you heard about it, but we didn't know about it at the time. So when I got out there and I actually found out about it, like Cali got Millions of jukos, right? So at the time I was out there, <clears throat> I'm thinking, I'm looking like NFL, Florida fills up over half the league, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why we don't have like JUCO a juco system yeah. down here in Florida? You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know how many people be out the streets? Florida got so much talent in, in every sport, especially football and basketball. Yeah. And all we needed was different schools that people for people that really couldn't transfer from school right to a university for them to mm-hmm. have another way to make it or, or help yourself out yeah i think it's a i think that's like more of a money thing yeah. it might be a money thing because it's like it'd be it'd be some niggas that can't get them grades but them motherfuckers still run them four twos four threes For you real. know what i'm saying yeah but it's like if you can't you know if if you can't go to florida you can't go to miami or, or, or tally mm-hmm. i can go to hcc right, you know right. I mean? and play football there and shine and now these programs is kind of getting like more acceptability with the community for players to go there instead of these other schools and shit. Right. I don't know. It's, it's it's probably like a power thing. I feel like football is kind of already has like a. It's holding on to its traditional like. 
its early traditions of the sport and how it conducts business with athletes and shit, mm-hmm. I think it's holding on to its whole thing more than like any any other American sport. You sure. know what I mean? Right. I can agree with that. But with that. but no, nah, I, I, the reason why I ask that because like I said, it's, it's so many of us that have like got to a point. You was like for a moment you was thinking like, All right, what the fuck am I doing? Right, and mm-hmm. then you just either out of some catch on where it could be like with photography, it could be fucking doing art or whatever. Motherfuckers <clears throat> just like shit. I'm just I'm, I'm a rap or I'm gonna get a job and fucking just whatever. You know what I mean? You just right. get a job because you know you gotta make some money because your people gonna tell you you need to make some money, or you you want to do shit, you want to hang around and shit like that. You want to go out. I mean, them dance show had a fit. <laughs> Plan on going out. We have some wild ass fucking outfit choices. <laughs> Going to fucking piranha. Remember, remember we were trying to get Dez to go? We was like, bro, we want to get flowery hoes. So we was wearing like dress shirts and shit. And Dez was like, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> hey, hey, I, just, hey I, don't, I don't care what happened in life, man. I would never take away our childhood. Because that was, man, the funniest, funnest time in life, man. Like that one J. Cole song, he like, you know, you have, you're happy when you're broken, all that, man. <laughs> I promise that was like the happiest time of my life. Our, our childhood was. Ooh, off the charts. If that could, if that could have been recorded and put on TV now, oh yeah, we were on some wild tons shit. Tons of money, tons. What's some funny shit, man? Oh my gosh, man. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, we, we should talk about some of them. I'm here, man. I'm here to talk about all. Of it. I'm, you I'm, sure? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so before we get to, before we get to that, um, so all right, so you're playing football. I know, um, and you was playing JUCO, this and third. Now you got a chance to like experience like. Life in like another another area, because at some point Absolutely. I feel like you know we ain't gonna never leave Tampa. You might you might go to Miami or some shit or, or Atlanta, but you don't never really go out of uh, California and be in LA for just uh, just I, to go. I never even ma- imagine even living leaving it, the state. It's one of those things like now it's more between I would say between the ages of eighteen and like twenty two, mm-hmm. niggas was not buying flights like that. No. Now it's like oh, okay, niggas buy a flight. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like as you traveling outside of the country mm-hmm. but before niggas was not like buying flights like that thinking think about niggas will try to road trip every once in a while you we, know what we I mean? thought just being here was everything like we ain't need to go nowhere else that was that was just our mindset but then, you know that was the psychological box that we've been in you know for that period of time in life until we actually got to step outside that box and be like oh it's more to life and and brightening her horizon so I mean, it was, it was <clears throat> a lot of holes too man it was a lot of women i'm sorry it was a lot of women <laughs> A lot of women, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn, that's bro. Facts. That's facts. That's facts, man. I but we was we was like the uh, we was like piranha the piranha all stars, man. Yeah, yeah. Piranha was the spot. We was in that spot. Every I, don't, I don't know how it is now, but piranha was the spot for us back yeah. then. But and 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 the, and the crazy part about it, we wasn't going unless we got in free, and somehow we it all wasn't. got in free. It's some it's some niggas that's on Facebook now that I see that's good old married husbands. I was like, bro, you was in that with us the whole time, bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You was in that every fucking week. <laughs> I ain't never been in nothing every week like that since then. That's, that's true. crazy. That's shit. true. That's true. I, 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 I think it's probably why I don't go out now. Like I tell people, I, I, I had my fun, man. Like I don't really, you know. And and back then I, I did it because bitch, I want some more of that, bitch. I got a little more money now, bitch. I broke back then. Oh, I got a little money on me. <laughs> Fuck that. I used to I used to always get girls' numbers and never convert afterwards. <laughs> I used to be a dog in the club getting their numbers, man. I think that's because I think we like we already knew that we not we not trying to wipe nobody in the club, and it was really no talk big love purpose. You, you know what I'm saying? I was a love bitch. I'm over there trying to get these numbers, like. Well, let me take that back. Watch me for myself. I didn't. 
like, like the wood, you know what I mean? Like, hey, so I got, got another number. <laughs> Why she ain't answering, bro? This shit crazy. Like. But, um, <laughs> but, but, um, all right, so you went, you went to college, you were out, out in California, right? You, you're starting to see a lot of things. I remember you were sending me videos of like certain celebrities you was running into at parties Absolutely. and stuff like that. I still got the pictures. I so, have pictures with Damien Lillard, uh, McCullum. I got a picture of Draymond Green. Uh, I didn't get a picture of uh, Gronkowski and Vince Wilford. I seen uh, a picture of uh, Usher, uh, 50 Cent. I seen, I seen a couple. So I was, you know, I was, was kind of like low-key starstruck at the time. You know what I'm saying? Actually seeing the people in person that I always see on TV. You know, and they regular human beings, especially that dude grunt. I know hey, he, he's silly. He's silly, bro. He's a big, giant kid. So with football, all right, let's say, all right, so now there comes to a point where, like, all right, college with football wraps up. And, like, you, and this, you, you like, mid to late 20s, right? Mm -hmm. So now that's that's wrapping up. And, like, professional football, that, because it's like a window. You know what I'm saying? You're putting your body through so much. Absolutely. So there is a window, whether we want to believe that or not. It is. Right? What what is what is on your mind at that time as like college football is wrapping up? What is your mindset as far as like the next thing? Because at at one point where you were then didn't seem like you was gonna ever get there. Maybe just years prior. So now you're here and that's wrapping up. Do you kind of feel like are you feeling some of the same feelings? Like damn, what I'm gonna do next? Like what what was that mindset and what was it like your pivot? Mm, okay, so in college at the time, thinking of you know. Especially being out there at that age, I think I was like 24, 25. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, being at that age is, in my mind, a, every day is a challenge. Mm -hmm. Of being, can I outdo these younger cats that they're gonna automatically have favor of me due, due to their younger? Mm -hmm. And off the perception of being younger, they're automatically thinking they're more skilled, more mm -hmm. talented, you know, having well, everything that come with young abilities. <clears throat> but even now, as I learned in today's time, like it's not when you train, it's how you train, you know. So at that time, you know, I'm just, I was I always been a hard worker, I always been a hard trainer. So even at that time, I always been working hard every day, staying consistent, and, you know, and, and plus I was out there with my, my brother, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So. And they, they, they even made the, they even made that tra transition even easier, mm -hmm. you know. Because <clears throat> I can't say if I was out by, my, by myself, it'd probably been a lot more harder. But I don't know because we we didn't get to realize that uh, situation. But it made it it made it easier. And I guess me him pushing each other made the journey a whole lot easier. Okay. And being able to transition a lot smoother. And also gives you somebody that you can relate to. I, absolutely, absolutely. Because <clears throat> we all you know we always stay we always stay to each other. Other than the friends that we did game the company that we did game but we always stay in touch to each other because yeah you know we at the same time we in the new area we don't know who we can trust and lean on and stuff like right. that so and then plus me and him having that same mentality the same the mentality of competing we kept that hard work ethic up you know so it made even being at that age out there at that time not even a factor you know, even if I tried to think about it, it, it didn't come a factor because at the same time I was still out there moving and out in in better shape than most people. As a matter of fact, most of all the people that was out there, because especially when you get to Cali, the weather is different. You know, mm -hmm. the weather is thin; they don't have no humidity out there, so it's easy to breathe. 
then down here in Florida, they got to admit it. Mm, okay. Now, my theory of, you know, experiencing that from both ways and seeing that us come out there and already being in more shape than them, my theory of here, the humidity is like a weight vest mm-hmm. here to us. You know, so we training and having extra stuff on us as opposed to out there, you just running through straight in there. But out there, the sun's going to cook you. You're going to get dark fast. But, um... Yeah, we was in a lot more shape than everybody, man. Everything we done, we coming in first place. We're first ones to get done, and we still got to come in fourth quarter. We basically just getting started, you know what I'm saying? So that, you know, got us the attention we had and whatnot. But, um, <clears throat> and then graduating from there, even out, out there, it was so much, so many experiences. There's so much I learned out there. The people that was there that you learn that different, like I say, demographics, different areas, different cultures, mm-hmm. mindsets, they was out there just soaking up that they was in college, you know what I'm saying, enjoying the college party and enjoying just the college life, period. Oh, but, so it's like a maturity thing, too. Right, absolutely, absolutely. So we, we already came out there with a the mindset, well, we're going to get this thing we done. We're on business. Right, we're going to take care of business and be out of here. Because we came... We, we came and graduated like a, probably a year and three quarters, you know what I'm saying? So other people that been there, they've been there like three, four years already. And, man, and our mind was like, dang, what y'all still doing? It's like, mm. purpose of this is like a two-year college and be gone. This shit remind me of, uh, <clears throat> what's the Netflix series? Last Chance You. Last Chance You. I, I actually haven't watched that yet. I need, I need to go check it out. But um, yes, it's, it's, so it's, it's, so it's, a, it's a maturity thing. So once we got done, take care of our business, we was out of there, you know what I'm saying? And out there, I also experienced the different levels of what we go through back at home, you know, favoritism, discrimination, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you experience on a different scale for as you know, out there, when we was out there, they only like to show favoritism to the, the Cali people. You know, mm-hmm. they try to play Cali people over us. Yeah. <clears throat> so after that first year, we won the championship the first year. The second year, so we, me and my brother thinking like, oh, we can get our shine now, you know. Mm-hmm. All them gone, they we on one, and they don't see nothing. Da da da. Come around second year, they're still in the same thing. And, right. they, and you know it's bad when the coach comes to you after the season, and tell you, "Hey man, we sorry, we tried something new." What you mean you trying mm-hmm. something new? Like, but I, mean, I can I can see I can see that win. like you're trying to win. I can see like you know coaches <clears throat> be having relationships with coaches in the area, right. area high school coaches, or may have known people in camps and stuff like that. So you know. Communication down the pipeline. They, they probably been knowing this this kid since he was fourteen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Especially half the team is already you know from out there. Exactly. You know area. what I'm saying? So I can, I can see that, but at the same time I can see how that's like yo like one bitch. I ain't I ain't just walk up and apply. Right. Like, you feel me? Because at, at the same time you like you're messing up with other kids' lives that really got a chance to make something in the, in this area. You know, like you not really can. Like if you you supposed to be or an hour. Perception. It's supposed to be talent. You're gonna you're gonna play talent first. Right. Bump the rest. What bump the emotions? Bump how you feel. Bump your relationship. You know you might get them a chance or whatnot just because mm-hmm. you favor them. Like, but to keep a person that's in the game that's dropping the ball here and there, missing tackles here and there when they ain't supposed to, it's like all right, now nah, you're doing too much. Right. You know. So yeah, man, that was it was a heck of an experience out there, man. Too. I I, I love I, and I love the weather out there. I, I loved it, but you know, uh, yeah. So when that when that ended, right, mm-hmm. was it like an immediate move back to Florida? No, nah, I had got a scholarship from 
uh, Livingstone College. So when I graduated from there, uh, Mount San Antonio College in California, I got a college scholarship to Livingstone College. Now, if I'd have knew back then what I knew now, I'd have been patient and waited with my decision on different on this different schools I'd have chose, you know. But I rushed into it. That's when the age thing came into play. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm all kind of hurried. Let me, let me, you know, right. You know what I'm saying? Get, time. Absolutely. Made a decision, you know, okay, well, I'm going to go to Livingstone College, which was, which Livingstone College was the first HBCU ever created, you know, uh, in uh, North Carolina. So I was, I was, I was excited about that. Okay, I'm going to go to, you know, predominantly all black school. You know, they probably going to work a little different than whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a different, a different experience too. <laughs> just like the whole, just like coaching facility and all that stuff, like. <laughs> yeah, cause um, Mount now, now mind you, when I went to Mount Sac, Mount Sac was like a if you been there, it's like a university itself. That's how big the school was, and that's how the school program was ran. Cause like I think, as a matter of fact, I think they were talking about at the time turning into a university, mm-hmm. but they brought in so much money, and then they were like number three. In the nation of JUCOs, you know, so mm-hmm. you know they they definitely deserve. They definitely have the, the prestige to pull. And then going to Livingston was like <clears throat> tech. What <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to being there. Now that's where the um, being to being able to relate to people came in. It definitely came in because when my brother went there, we only related to the faculty members. You know, we got a, we got along and was cool with the other students there, but we didn't hang out with them or anything mm-hmm. because we couldn't really relate relate to them. Because all they wanted, all they really want to do was party, drink, da da da. All the young, all the young foes, man. Yeah, that's, that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> you feel me? So, but the faculty member was basically you know our age and you know could relate to us. So we always you know kicking with the faculty members, and then in doing that, that's when we learned about the financial negatives of the school, you know, how they was robbing the kids of mm. money and stuff like that. But them kids didn't know because they didn't try to learn that. They didn't care. They just was happy they was in college, college party and dorms and all that stuff. So they didn't really get to look at that. So us building that relationship with the faculty members, it helped us protect ourselves mm-hmm. from that environment. You feel me? So it was a, it was a, it was a, that was a heck of a experience too, man. And being able to even play on that collegiate level, <clears throat> no matter what circumstances that came with it, I definitely am grateful for it and, and appreciate it because at the end of the day, I felt like if I didn't have a chance to go to Cali, I would probably never got my degree. Gotcha. Put it like sure. that. So at the end of the day, it's always a blessing in whatever you go through, you know what gotcha. I'm saying? Especially you going through it, doing what you're supposed to be doing and leading with your heart, you know? So so what was the what was <clears throat> the moment? Do you, do you remember the moment where you was like, all right, Football is done. And was that around the same time you said boxing? Or was it was there a time where you didn't know what you was gonna do once you realized football was done? There was a time I, I didn't know what I was gonna do. And I I started I didn't start boxing, but I did boxing as a hobby, you know. Just to stay in shape and shit. Yeah, just stay in shape. I when I came back my first summer of when I was out of my two years out there in uh, North Carolina at Livingstone College. So after the first year got done, and in the summer, I came home from the summer, you know. Uh, and I was with Coach E gym, uh, at that gym, playing around the box and stuff. I, matter of fact, we had became friends with um, Tony Otaro Jr. You know, okay, I remember me, that. Me and my cousin Rail, him, uh, his partner, you know, we used to play around the box. That was a gym from down the street from the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so, played around with that. So, then came back for the summertime, 
you know, we'll talk about I got a little more serious with it. And what made me get even more serious with it is when, you know, Coach G was like, you know, you want to train and actually fight an amateur fight. <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, we do that. You know, I, I don't mind fighting or whatnot. So when I trained for them two months and I actually won my first amateur fight, I said, man, look at this. I'm this at, at this certain age late in life and I don't train these two months for boxing and I won a fight against somebody that been doing this since they was a jet. I'm like, I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind. That's something, mm -hmm. I, something I could probably fall back on it and do, you know. So when I left, went back to school, you know, finished that year or whatnot. Well, I didn't finish all the way through because my mom and I were canceled and I came back home, you know. <clears throat> and I came back home with like a semester left. All I needed was to have a semester left was in and to get my bachelor's degree in psychology, mm -hmm. but I didn't, you know. Uh, to the day, at, at one point in time, I regret it. I don't regret it no more, but, you know, um, I thought about going back and still doing it, but, you know, I, I don't left alone now. So after that, after that amateur win, was that, like, the thing that was like, all right, I think I'm going to go this route, or was it just like, I'm going to just keep this in my back pocket? I'm just keeping my back pocket. So what was the moment where it was like, all right, I'm going to do this shit? When I came back, from school, I was done with I, I lived on college. I came back, right? So at this time, uh, I had got back in a relationship after a while. When I came back home, got back in a relationship, and I mean, did you just do sound effects, which <laughs> I did? I did. <laughs> 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 it, 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 it helped me think, it helped me think. So, uh, <laughs> okay, niggas, so that's how we breathe. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but I was, that that had me my thinking process. But um, yeah, I got in a relationship, and I, I think it was a couple life situations, you know, because I, I was I, I always been jack of all trades. So many different things I could do, but I never stuck my stuck with one thing. So at that time, at my you know my latest shit time, man, you should you should do truck driving. You should do trying like I could drive CDS or whatnot, but I didn't want to go over the road because I like. Exercising, I like being active. You know? Oh yeah, and I ain't want to. I ain't want to be away from nobody, and whatnot. So, <clears throat> at the time, I'm like, man, what the hell can I do? Like, I'm I'm bouncing from here, I'm bouncing here, I'm doing all these different things, but I'm not just sticking with something. You know, I, I'll be here for two months, and I'll be doing something else for another two months. Mm -hmm. So, in the midst of that, I'm, I'm playing with personal training. So, uh, what got me back into it was. I started training with uh, Coach King again. Coach King, my cousin Rail, right? And then I had I had came to another point. I was gonna stop again because when I started training with them, I fought like two more times and I came with my elbow injury. Oh yeah, I remember that you was mm -hmm. out with the elbow shit. Right, yeah, I came surgery and shit. Yep. So mm -hmm. and I and for me, I didn't think I'd be able to bust again. So after that, after I had the surgery, I sat down for like another year, almost a year and a half. What so? Then what all came around again was the little, um, I don't know if y'all ever heard of India Neighborhood Boxing League. That came around. Oh, yeah. Yes. Remember was, I was like, hey, man, Frank, I didn't fight motherfuckers yes. outside, yes. bitch. That came around. And what made me get into that was, you know. Bro, I'm, bro that was one of the most, like, <clears throat> wildest things I had ever imagined. Mm -hmm. I was like, this nigga out here fighting, bro. <laughs> this nigga's fighting outside, like, on some, like, Video Tyree be watching these cage fights, bro. <laughs> yeah, for real. That, that, it it, it became real popular in different other, uh, other states, and I got more organized with it or whatnot. But for some reason, 
Tampa people couldn't, in, in their own way, egos and prides messed it up. I was just like, bro, I cannot see Frank get knocked out. <laughs> I can't see, I can't see this shit, bro. Yeah, I'm saying. Like, look, like, like beast and shit. Like this nigga Frank, like, I'ma knock this nigga the fuck out. Type <laughs> shit. Like, like, damn, who the fuck? And you talk about that, you talk that little interview thing we had between there and Tom. And that and that was one of the reasons why I, I did it, because at the time me and my brother were talking, like, I had uh some other people that I knew inside of it, you know, like my boy Ill Will was talking about it and getting introduced to it. And so me and the dude top was going back and forth like it was beef but it wasn't a real beef but it was, it was beef in the in the boston world of it you know so my brother started back training me and him he started back me uh getting me back in training to boxing so when that came when that came around you know that's what got me back into boxing mm -hmm. fully you know i i i ventured off that i i, I ventured off that and we're like okay i'm just gonna continue with my Pro career because this was actually what I want to do, you know what I'm mm. saying? Because that's why it, it brought back that passion, and also it helped me find the bigger the biggest part of it, it helped me find a second purpose in life, you know. Mm. So I told myself so to go back a little bit about football, right? So even though I have did my work ethic, you know, I stayed consistent, did my studying and everything I need to football, and today when I look back, I didn't put everything into it like mm. my time life energy everything into you just it. did you just and did what you knew what was necessary and that right. you could do it you got the time. I, absolutely so when i got into boxing i'm like now i'm going to take this and put 100 percent my life into it you know what i'm saying even when i had my right after i had my pro fight i got done with my job like man i'm going this this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put everything into it and whatever goes it goes you know what i'm saying that's tough. That's tough shit. It's definitely tough. I don't I don't have sacrifice. He said, Tyree did that shit with cameras. Man, fuck, he let me look at that picture one time. He was like, bro, like. I'm gonna do this shit, bro. Like, this is what I do, bro. I'm taking pictures, bro. And bro, I and and like once you do that, I don't I don't blame you. Like once you do that, you honestly come to the point of understanding like whatever you put out there in life's gonna come back to you. You know what I'm saying? The law of attraction, you know what I'm saying? So once you put everything into it. It started coming back to me, you know what I'm saying? Hence to where I'm on where I'm at now. But at the time though, when I had the um <clears throat> so venturing off on NBL, when that big Southern Sus fight didn't happen between me and Top, you know, I just kept continuing with my boxing, got back into amateur or whatnot. I found, I think I had like one more fight. Yeah, I think I had like one more fight and then yeah, I had one more fight and then my homeboy Marcus, he had a, a promoter talk to him. And he's like, hey, you know, you got anybody else that want to fight? And Homer Morris called me, and he was like, hey, do you want to make your pro debut with Southern Sets Promoter? I, I say, yeah, you know, I talked with my team, you know, my brother, cousin Real, Coach King, talked to him. They're like, man, you already got the skills and talented, you know, you do, you you could you, you could do away with these amateur fights because even me doing the amateur fights, I had like five other fights that didn't go through because one, they, my opponent didn't show, two, my opponent show see me, and then. Make some excuses and not fight. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm no, tired I'm of good, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't had that. I, I, I really had it. It was one time I was, I was standing in line behind my opponent. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just the sportsmanship, turn around, shook your hand, da da da, whatnot. So after the weigh-in, right? After the weigh-in, come back. Uh, talk to the the commissioner, whatnot. So they like, you know, your opponent pulled out, said he got a mean headache or something like that. I'm like, I just seen it. He looked fine, you know. So, you know, it, people, they, they, it, 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 
and man, in Boston world they make all type of excuses. But I got tired of um also got tired of like going through that, you know what I'm saying? Coming mm-hmm. through these fights. I feel like I was wasting time I was wasting my time, you know. So around that time when I got off of that my pro debut, you know It was a pro debut, this is what the team combat league? No, no, no. That was my just my regular my regular boxing career. Mm-hmm. Uh so when that pro debut came around, you know, uh and that came about, I accepted that, training for that, and that fight happened. And when that fight happened, you know, from the win to the fight that whole experience itself, I enjoyed it, you know, because mm-hmm. me being my first time being around uh, in the, another professional sport, mm-hmm. in my mind, I, I want to experience everything from A to Z. I'll make sure I'll make sure I was on time for everything, the meetings, mm-hmm. the weigh-in, et cetera, et cetera. So when that fight happened, even though I had lost that fight, I enjoyed everything. E- even in that fight, I felt like I belonged. It was like a... Mm-hmm. Home comfortable feeling for me. I say, okay, yeah, this is where I'm supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm gonna do. And mm-hmm. that's why, like, I arrived that that day. A couple of days after, like, I'm done away with my job. You know. Mm. So, so that so you you have that you have that moment. Now you kind of feel like you got a new energy. I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. So new energy. This energy feel like, all right, I'm kind of stepping on a path that I feel like is my path, right? Where does team combat? Because like, I think this was like the first year that yeah. this occurred. Yeah. So it just seems like. Perfect timing, you know, you kind of join while this new format of boxing uh, is created. And, and and can you tell us more about what Team Combat League boxing is? Okay. Uh, to, it's like a team format, right? Right. So Team Combat League, they made, they took, for the first time ever, took pro boxing. You know, boxing itself is an individual sport. You know, mm-hmm. you have your team for as your trainers around you, but when you're in the ring, right. it's, it's, it's you and that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So they made boxing a team come a team sport, and what they do is they broke down the divisions. You know, what I'm saying it's a lot of different divisions in pro boxing, but they broke it down to like six divisions. You know, what I'm saying so, in uh, one girl division, and for each division, you have uh, a roster of three people. You know, so I'm like heavyweight, so it's you know you got me and two other people in my division. Same thing for lightweight. Featherweight and all that, et cetera, et cetera. And when you go in there, they made it 18 rounds. So it's basically three segments of six rounds, you gotcha. know. So you got your coach where they make they'll make the roster. Well, you know, I want you first turn, I want you second turn, I want you third turn. You're gonna fight this first round fight, you're gonna fight this second round, or you might fight in the money round, or you might fight two rounds, you might fight first round and money round, second round and, and money round, or first and second, you mm-hmm. know. So they'll base it basically base it off of like just how if you got, uh, let's say you got Barry Sanders, then you got somebody behind him. Mm-hmm. You know, Barry Sanders, you finna come in for the first train, and then uh, we'll, we'll put this dude in for the, sec- for the second quarter, not for the money round, which could be four quarter. We'll come in, get us that win, that points that we need, and <clears throat> from there. And what they'll do after all the rounds, they're gonna add up all the points. Whoever got the most points won that match. Mm-hmm. You know, so the round could be, if you won the round just by 10-9, that's a point. You can win a round if you get a score of knockdown. That's a 10-8 round. If you win a round by a, a knockout or a straight t- TKO, that's three points. You know what I'm saying? Right. So all them points total up, and, you, and your team win that uh, that match just like that. So it's a very new concept, <clears throat> very innovative, and a lot of action because the fact that you're fighting one or two rounds, ain't no waiting out, ain't no right. You got, you got a lot of energy. You're not right. You're not fighting a lot of rounds, so you right. You're giving them a lot, in right? That. And you know, you know, in pro boxing. You basically just, you know, you gotta pace yourself. Yeah, you could take the one or two rounds just to try to figure out your point. Nah, you want that one or two rounds, 
you get straight to it, you're gotcha. banging, you know what I'm saying? So it's it also a thought of like, you know, more chance of somebody that might get hurt, get knocked down. I mean, thank God it, it ain't too much happen. You know, a lot of knockdown stuff happened, but as far as like somebody getting sent to the hospital, stuff like that, that didn't really much happen mm-hmm. as they thought it would have happened. But um, it was the fact that it's a lot of action, a lot of people on it, it's very entertaining. Very and you said this was the first year, first season that he did this. Absolutely. And you say you, uh, so the team you fought for was? Atlanta Attack. Atlanta Attack. Mm-hmm. They don't have a floor, there's no Florida team. Nope. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're, they were um, talking to making of getting a uh, Florida team. It's either, okay. they told me Orlando or Tampa. Okay. They haven't decided yet. So you, you joined Team Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Team Atlanta Attack. And, and I found out about that tryout like a week before that tryout. So it was a tryout, who, and, and you had to go to Atlanta for the tryout, or mm-hmm. did they come out here? No, no, I had to go to Atlanta for the tryout. Okay. Yeah, well, Marlon put me on it, you know, from the president of the league team, uh, Dewey Cooper, you know, he let mm. Marlon know because they got a relationship or whatnot. Then Marlon told me about it when I saw him in the gym one night, and, and I was like, yeah, you know, and at this time, when I, I found out about it, that's when my, my grandma had died, you know, in, this, mm. in December, you know, so at this time, I, I thought about not going, you know, mm. and just being here with, with my family. But my mom was like, you know, you did everything for your grandma you're supposed to do. You're good. We give you the okay. Do your thing. Mm. Don't miss out on opportunities or whatnot because you don't know where it could come from. So did that. Went out there. And, and around this time, since that had happened, I wasn't training like that. So I went out there arrested. I went out there arrested. A lot of people don't know that. I went out there arrested. You know, so the first day of the tryouts, you know, I was still in good enough shape. And just me being men- men- mentally strong, uh, the workout we did, I was like the first, you know, uh, in, in the uh, in the first group in the, in the workout, you know, mm-hmm. um, coming to my first sparring of the tryout, you know, had not a little rust off or whatnot. Then we came down to the second sparring, the third sparring, and once I got that rust off, I was good. So I was still in good enough shape or good enough uh, uh, skill level to make it. Yeah, and to be impressive you know. to, you know what I mean? Yeah, Absolutely. That was a blessing. So this first season, and actually y'all made it to the finals against Team New York, yes. right? So, what was that like? Like, because I saw that there was they had like even um, some celebs that was that was out that they brought out. It was like it was a very eventful thing, right? And all of that. So like, how did how did that how was that and how did they how are they treating the teams and the boxers? Like, are they giving you looks? Are we looking at like sponsors and shit? Like, what what's, what's um that was that's definitely in the talks. Um, and that's definitely on the on the on the crunch on the contracts too. Um, having I I can't I don't know per se of who certain sponsors who step to who. Right. But I definitely seen some sponsors out there, uh, celebrities. Yeah, definitely definitely celebrities out there. They had David Haney come through, uh, Sean Porter. Um, what's your boy? Well, they was trying. They was definitely. You could you could see that they're trying to make this like. Eventful. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be huge. I think it's gonna be real huge, man. Cause uh, it's it's growing every single day. Even you go go look go back on, go back and look on Team Combat League YouTube now. You, you can still watch some of the previous yep. fights. They, they still keep they keep all the fights up. They keep all the fights up. You know. So you can go back and look now, and you see how the views have grown like by the thousands. Every almost every other hour is is growing. You know. So even Sean Porter, he liked the the new team concept of boxing. You know what I'm saying? So. It's getting a lot of lot of attention from a lot of celebrities, a lot of celebrities, man, a lot of celebrities. Oh, you had um, King Batch out there, mm-hmm. and then there's one, I forgot the one, they were out doing that, they do with them all the time. Um, Caleb Plant was out there, Zen, uh, Holyfield was out there, mm-hmm. you know, so 
It's, it's getting it's getting looks, man. It's getting looks, a lot of looks, a lot of looks. That's what's up, it's man. Gonna, it's gonna be. It's, I I believe it's gonna be real successful, and that's why like <clears throat> the stuff that we went through during the season. You know, I told my team like you know, we're part of history. It's mm-hmm. going down to history. You know what I'm saying? To be part of the first new wave of something, the innovation of something. You know, we have to we we look at it. We have to look at it as a big landmark of life. You know, we can't be looking at it as something like so simple because it's it's, it's huge than than what we think it is. Right. It's very huge. It's, and it's a it's, it's it's part of a huge market in in, in the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, and that's been a part of the first wave of it. We don't know what's to come with it. Like next year, we could be become millionaires. Don't let don't let Floyd get a team. <laughs> don't let Floyd get a team. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that 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 could be part of it too, man. That could be part of it too because. We don't, we don't, we don't, like, we don't know how this thing, the fact that it's all new and they working through kinks and still putting everything together, organizing, we don't know what's all their plans are coming up in it, you know, if, if they want to have where celebrities buy teams or different pro bosses buy teams and we, we, we don't, we don't know. I can't, we, yeah. all we can think is just think of all these possibilities. I, like, it's, it comes to a point where like, we could all really be millionaires next year. Especially people that have been in the first part part of the first wave because on the contract said like they're gonna double or triple our play for next season. You know, mm. but when's next season start? Uh I wanna say around they haven't gave us a actual date yet, but they say around like February or March. Gotcha. February or March. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shit, man. I wanna hold you too long, bro. I do appreciate you coming through Absolutely. and chopping up with us, man. I just thought it was uh really inspiring to kind of just like after after the, you know, after the season was over, just kind of seeing your journey through your athletic journey and your career and just kind of seeing how you kept up with football and not in boxing is really inspiring. Yes, sir. I'm pretty sure it's going to inspire someone else who don't know you but or anyone who probably do know you. Um, before we got to just tell people where they can find you, how they, how they can follow you and keep up keep up with you. Uh, I'm on, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Mr. Fundamentals. Mr. Fundamentals with a Z. I'm a Mr. Dot underscore Fundamentals Z underscore uh you can find me on TikTok, frank g nice you can find me on twitter frank g nice even on snapchat frank g nice the only thing finish the fundamentals of the instagram uh you know I'm, everything is open book for me man i don't hide nothing and i'm here been on snapchat yeah. snapchat a little while or snapchat a little while yeah definitely definitely you know, a little while <laughs> that was for the hoes you ain't trying to connect nobody Snapchat. I'm trying to find me on Facebook too. I forgot, my, I forgot my handle for Facebook, man. But our team combat league has definitely been a journey, man. Uh me, God played the way he had that whole thing set out, planned for me, is definitely a blessing because it, it taught me a lot. I learned a lot, especially by myself and learning his unconditional love and what he wanted me to show mm-hmm. through the people because it's a lot of stuff that I went through out there. You know, for uh, in, during the team coming lead and me being out there by myself in Atlanta, you know, in a lot of situations that I had to learn, like, okay, this the type of test is, you know, when you want to be, when you talk about being blessed, God's going to put you through a test in order to bless you. He's not just going to bless you, you got to earn it. You mm-hmm. feel me? So it's a lot of tests that I went through that I had to learn, like, okay, this is what you want me to go through in order to acquire the blessing that you give me. So I learned, I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot. Oh, well, shit, I appreciate you coming through, man. I appreciate it, cuz. Love you. Real, real. You know what I'm saying? Too,